Hey friends, Jessie J here. I'm trying something new today. So if you hear me commenting about anything that people can see, it's because I'm trying to also upload these to my YouTube channel. So uh, today might be a little different, but that's okay because this is the last day of 2023. So I can do whatever I want, right? Okay. Let's stay focused. I'm super distracted by the background happening here just because you can see a significant amount of my t-shirts and my shoes and we're going to figure that out as we go. But here we go. Here's what I wanted to talk about. So probably, geez, at least three years ago, I started this practice where I audit my calendar for the year. I got the idea and the whole concept from Rachel Hollis, my good friend, Rach. Yeah, if you know me at all, you know that I love Rachel Hollis. Like I love her a lot. She's been really helpful and instrumental to me pulling my life together. So anytime I mention my friend, Rachel, that's who I mean. I don't actually have a friend named Rachel. Anyway, so, and she credits this practice to John Maxwell. So you may have also heard it from either of those people. This is how I've tailored it to myself, and it's been very, very helpful for me to do this. So I want to share it with you just because it's been that helpful to me. So every year at the end of the year, usually between Christmas and New Year's, any point in that time frame, I did it this year, yesterday for a few hours, and then today I kind of finished it up. So the process takes a while. Rachel says uh, her recommendation is to block out four hours on your schedule. Probably the first time I did it, it didn't take me that long. And the reason for that was I had not done a good job of tracking my schedule. My schedule was a mess. So as I've progressed, I think it takes me longer because I have more to look at. So I'm actually reflecting well on the year. Here's how you set yourself up. As you can see, maybe you can, maybe you cannot. But in front of me, I have my little book that I always have with me where I just jot things down just in life. And then I also have a planner. I don't know, a journal. That's a better word. A journal uh, that I have written on the pages, waste of time slash energy slash money worth it. And I drew little hearts around it. And then the third page at the top of it, I wrote self care in 2023. And then at the bottom, I put what do I need more of in 2024. So that's how I broke it down. I will say and I remember this being a problem last year, but I'm going to be completely transparent that I can't remember where my journal is from last year. <laughs> Okay. Um, I remember having not enough space to write something. And la I can't remember what it was last year. This year, I can absolutely say that my worth it page is so full that I was actually running out of room, which is a great problem. Of course, uh, I'm glad that was the problem. But it has to be a full page. Okay. So you don't want to like, oh, well, I'll just have these it. No, no, no. Make it full pages. And if you're using a little notebook, I'd recommend you leave like a front and a back 
for each of the things. Okay. So in addition to something to write these things down in journaling them paper, Rachel specifically recommends writing it down. I also, there's something, I don't know, healing about writing it down. So I am on the write it down board with my friend, Rach. Um, you need your calendar. Now, let me tell you about a calendar really quick. Okay. Several years ago, I had a paper calendar and I lugged that huge thing spiral with me everywhere I went. The type of work I did at the time was I was a parent educator with parents as teachers. And so I needed that paper. At least I thought I did anyway, to like write appointments and all that stuff. Um, I now use a Google calendar. If you don't use a Google calendar, oh my gosh, your life could be so much more simple. And by that, I mean, you can color code things. You can schedule things to where it sends you a reminder, like the week before or the day before or an hour before. Uh, you can schedule things out like consistently, like blocking time for specific things over long periods of time. It's super helpful. So when I started doing this practice is probably about the time that I started using my Google Calendar. So with that in mind, what I'm about to give you is from my Google Calendar, the information anyway. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And a pen to write, perhaps a candle. I... I, for some reason, think better and process things better when I have a candle lit. I don't really know. It's just a me thing and just ignore me. It's fine. And if you're able to see me, I would like you to know I'm wearing one of my dad's flannels. We got to pick um, one of my dad's flannels. If you knew my dad at all, you know, he was a lover of all things flannel. And this is actually one that my that I picked out for my son because the one I picked out for myself uh, was one of his more worn ones. And there was a ginormous hole in the elbow. <laughs> so I'm wearing this one instead today. Okay, let's get down to business. Here's what I do. I start by writing the things, like I said, and I go through my calendar. I literally pull up my Google calendar on a computer, not my phone, because I want it to be big. I pull it up on my computer and I go through every single day of the year. Now I've gotten better because I used to like put things on my calendar. And then at the end of the year, I was like, did I go to that thing? Or did that get canceled? Or like, I, I just can't always remember. So I've started to, as the year's going on, I remove things from my schedule that didn't happen, for example. Or if it happened, but I didn't go to it for whatever reason, I change it to red like the color red on my Google calendar. That lets me know the event took place, but I didn't go to it. So full transparency this year, I had a lot of things that were red on my calendar because I missed a lot of things. So I go through the whole year. I look at um, what things I did do, what things did I miss? And I go in and I fill them in, in the pages that I told you. Every event, was it a waste of my time, energy, or my money? Was it totally worth it? And was it self-care related? Which I kind of feel like self-care and worth it are very similar to each other. So some of the things are either written twice in my working out of things, or I, ha I had to choose one or the other. So um, that's the bulk of what I do. 
Then I also go through the pictures on my phone, which is something else that Rachel Hollis recommended. I go all the way back to January and I look at every single photo I took. Number one, it allows me to delete the photos that have no business being in there anyway. Like I I can't even think of the random things I took pictures of this year. And I was like, what the hell do I have this for? So it was a way for me to clean out some old photos, but it also allowed me to reflect on the year. So I got to look at a lot of pictures that I took throughout the year. This was something I noticed at my birthday last year. I did a podcast where I talked about what did I learn in the last year of my life Um, and taking pictures and videos and all of those types of things of events happening was a priority for me. And I was so grateful I had done it uh, because I have a lot of photos and pictures and things of my family, specifically my dad, interacting with people that I wouldn't have had if I hadn't have done that practice. So I look through all my pictures, all my videos and clean out the ones that aren't necessary and take time to really reflect on the moment that I was taking the photo or the video or whatever was happening in it. And I really just try to embrace whatever it is that I'm seeing in the photos. And I do the same thing. I add those things to my to my notebook here. What are the things that I needed? Like what things were good? What things were a waste of my time or energy? Or were there moments I was taking care of myself well? I don't know that you take pictures of that all that often. Doesn't matter. Um, Let's see. What this has done for me the last few years is it has allowed me to better plan what's coming the next year. I really get to reflect on my life. I think something that happens so often just because life is so busy and we're going, 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 going. A lot of times we don't really take time to sit down and just really reflect on what we've already experienced for the year. What happened? I don't remember a lot of times when September, October, November comes. I'm like, I have no idea what happened in January. Are you kidding me? That was a long time ago. And a lot has happened since then. The other thing that I do is anything that like pops up in my head. So not necessarily events, but also moments where I'm like, oh, I remember thinking in March that it would be really important for me to do this. And so I I wrote those things down too. Um, I wish I could find my other years. So that's a note that I'm taking this year is to make sure I know where the hell this is this time next year, because I wish I could see do, am I changing things in my reflection? And what I mean by that is when the end of the year comes, because I've looked at last year, right? So I've just reflected on 2023. I'd be interested to see when I do this in 2024, do I have more? Like, do I fill up two pages of things that were worth it? And I'm reducing the amount of things that are not worth my time or energy. Does that make sense? I sure hope so. I'm having a hard time like talking to this camera, but knowing that everyone's going to be looking at the camera, probably no one at first. And that's okay. Cause I look a mess, but, um, so I hope that made sense. So now let me give you some of my, some of my takeaways, some of my thoughts. Hopefully it's helpful. Um, I, before I do that, I want to stress how life changing this has been for me. I mean, truly 
since I started doing this practice, I have accomplished so many more of the things I set out to do. Uh, so I cannot thank my good friend, Rachel Hollis, as well as John Maxwell, apparently, because that's where she got it from. I cannot thank those people enough for creating this. And maybe there was someone before them. I don't know. Maybe there's 20 other people. I know Mel Robbins has like a journal she put out this year that has very similar questions, which I do plan to do. And uh, so does Brendan Burchard. So those are kind of my main people I love to listen to. Um, so things that I noticed were a waste of my time and energy. At the beginning of last year, I was really struggling in my work. And I was like, oh, I have to find a new job. I'm just so unsettled. And I wrote that on here. Like, even beginning the process of trying to find another job really just was not worth my time or energy. Because I work at a job that gives me, um, like, it fills my soul because of the work that I do. And also, I... This year when my dad was sick and I needed to like instantly, like when I was looking at my calendar, I noticed um, that there was like many days where I was off work because I was with my parents at the hospital for a test or whatever. And so I worked at a job where I was able to do that. I also worked at a job where I was able to go to school and come into work and the hours are flexible. So I view that as a not something that was worth my time. Um, this one's kind of funny. I wrote down that seeing a dietitian was a waste of my time. And here's why I didn't apply it. They also didn't teach me anything that was like groundbreaking. I have a friend at work, Miss Fancy Nancy, who I tend to ask questions to. And so it was like going to see a dietitian really wasn't worth it to me because those people just like kind of I mean, they do the best they can. I'm not saying like they're terrible, but that was a waste of my time. Um, I wrote a few things I'm not going to share openly in here. I sure hope you can't read them. Oh my gosh. If you can, oh well. If you want to see that badly, then do the work. Um, I There were some meetings that I participated in throughout the year. They weren't even ones like just toward the end of the year. This was like throughout the year that that looking back were kind of a waste of my time and energy. And I'm not mad at myself for doing them or the people that participated in them. I'm just reflecting. So I, I've been trying to think, what can I learn from them? What what needed to happen for it to have felt worth it? Okay. Um, I hurt my back. Oh, that was such a waste of time. And I firmly believe it happened because I was not taking care of myself. So this happened in early July. I mean, I was like out flat, couldn't do nothing for a good amount of days, at least five. Like I couldn't even walk barely. So, um, that was like another, it was a lesson, just a reflection. Um, I spent a lot of money on fast food and things that are not necessary. And so I've been trying one of my things for, well, I'll get to this later because it goes to my word for 2024, which I don't want to tell you right now. I'll tell you just not at this moment. Um, I'm going to phrase this one in this way. I debated with people about something that was important to me that was not important to them. And I debated, right? And that now I can reflect and say, well, that was a waste of my time. So another lesson, like I'm not debating with people in 2024 
about what I know to be true. Um, arguing and debating only makes sense if we're trying to come to some sort of like conclusion together. Um, but if that's not the end result, then there's really just no point in it. So that's one thing. I noted that I missed a lot of events. Um, like I missed games and I missed a friend's bachelorette party and a niece's going away party and important people's anniversary parties and weddings. And um, I know why I missed those things had a lot to do with depression and losing my dad this year. So I'm giving myself grace, but I just wanted to make sure that I noted I missed a lot of things this year and it's a, my family is a priority to me. So I want to make sure that I show up for those things this year. So I just wanted to note that I did it. Uh, let me see. I blocked out a lot of time last year. One of my goals was like, I'm going to block out exercise time and I'm going to exercise every morning and I'm going to set good intentions and I'm going to get shit done. And um, let me tell you what I did. I definitely blocked it, um, but I didn't do it 90% of the time. Maybe I shouldn't say 90. Well over 50% of the time I did not do it. So just again, a mental note of I put in the blocking but I didn't execute. So that was something else. Like I canceled, I wrote here, I scheduled time for exercise and morning routines, but canceled on myself more than I showed up. Like that's terrible. I'm not showing up for myself. That's a problem, right? Um, I also put um, that I did a lot of things without any kind of intention or purpose. I was just like flailing around in life. And so that's something that I want to work on. And the last thing that I wrote was actually something I did some reflecting. I had written in my little book here. I had written when we went, we had this uh, family picture day. And this was also, so it was this one weekend. And the full weekend was the art auction for my nonprofit, family pictures, and my mom's birthday. It was like a full weekend. And my son and his husband were in town, oh, my brother and his kiddos. It was amazing. But what I wrote in my little journal book that I carry with me all the time was how I was focusing so much on my weight. I spent a lot of this year focusing on my weight. I didn't do things I knew I should have been doing because of my weight. If I was at places, I was thinking about my weight. In, in my journal, I was reflecting on how anyone who had a dress similar to mine at the art auction made me like in my head. I can even say I just saw the video, like the, um, we had like a, a videographer put together like a little package of little clips of videos and pictures from the night. And I uh, saw that video even just this week. It was earlier this week. And I was like, bleh, bleh, at myself. So one of my big things I want to work on in 2024 is getting rid of that getting rid of the gag reflex when thinking about my weight, because why does my weight matter? That's a number. And I definitely was trying to reflect in my journal. Why does weight matter to me? Why does that number, why does the way that I look matter so much? Because it shouldn't. The sad thing is in life, it does matter. A lot of people have things to say and people talk shit about people and all of that. And so part of the reason I do struggle so much is because I know that it's being looked at as much as I don't want it to be. That That's just the reality of the, the world that we live in, right? Um, so being concerned with my weight was definitely a waste of time and energy this year for me.
for show. Um, okay, let's do the fun stuff. What did I find? Worth it. Totally worth it. Um, I put on here several of the, um, several of the events that we hosted for my nonprofit, the love mission. Those are written all throughout here. Um, so my podcasting from last year, I really wrote, um, interviewed my brother, Jared, and I put a little smiley face. I also interviewed my son and his husband and my niece, and I really loved those interview processes. So I want to do more of that in 2024. I noticed, so at the beginning of last year, prior to my dad being sick, I was still in school. I, I'm earning my dual master's at SLU, and I had to put school on pause because of everything that was going on. But in the early year, this year, I like I had blocked out time for homework and I had mapped out um, somewhere on here. I put like I had scheduled resting time like I had full days blocked off like full day of rest. Jessica, don't do anything. That's what my calendar says. Um, I put family dinners on Sundays. We did a lot of those this year. I got some experience and I earned some extra money specifically in January and February of last year, being a personal trainer at Club Fitness. Um, I loved looking at pictures from my husband's bowling event that we had. I I put, even though it's on the worth it, I put that I canceled some things. So I'm going to start doing public speaking events. And last year I did one in January and I was scheduled to do one in March. And then my dad got sick, so I canceled it. And so I put on here that that was something that was worth it because I was able to get my mind right. So be on the lookout. Harmony events are starting back in a few weeks in January. Um, let me see. I attended my first ever medical conference. It was a diabetes convention. I only got to go for a day because, again, dad was sick at that time. But I just felt so studious. and like I was just like, yes, I'm here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. What are we learning today, friends? So that's on my worth it. Um, we went to a family trip. That was fun with my with my in-laws. We had a good time. There were some some planning issues I would have done differently. So that I took a note of that, like the trip was worth it. But with that in mind, when the next one comes, I have some I'll be better off in my mind. I went and saw the live action. It was a, a play. Uh, with my mom and saw the color purple. I shared about my grief on my podcast. That was helpful. And I don't want to have to keep sharing about grief, but I will if that's what's coming up for me and if it's helpful. So, but I was grateful that I did it. I, there were a few months, maybe, maybe not a few months, but at least several mornings where I went on walks with the clients at work when the weather was really beautiful and I got to watch the sun come up and I was taking pictures of flowers. And so that was really beautiful and worth it. I did 75 hard. I did not finish it, but I got farther than I ever got. And what that offered to me was one, that I can be more disciplined than I do most times. But I think more importantly for me, it was I realized I could get over the hurdle of weight. I was feeling better about myself. I was showing up better. And so 
it gave me some so much needed confidence and just good feelings, good vibes, if you will. Uh, let me see. We went on vacation in Destin, which was really, really, really hard because it was the first year without dad. And it was like not even a month after he passed away, but it was worth it. Um, let's see. Going on walks with coworkers. We started a book club with my mom and my sisters. Uh, let's see. I worked really hard and I updated my personal training my nutrition coach and my group fitness instructor license. I had to renew them all <laughs> this year in 2023. So that was something that was worth it. I ordered a necklace, which I don't have on because I don't really have on much of my jewelry. So you can't see it. I'm sorry. But my necklace that I ordered for my dad is worth every single penny. And I also, I had a duplicate of it and I gave that to my niece, Valentina. And that was so totally worth it. Um, I, Beyonce, <laughs> you can't see it, but she's in all caps, handwritten, all caps that I went to the concert and also the movie, which I was just thinking the other day, I would really love to go see that again. So I'm going to have to figure that out. Uh, let me see. Um, I did right here taking a lot of pictures and videos, even when it was sad to do so. When I was reflecting and looking at photos, especially, I got, I, I was able to see how sick my dad looked. And so it was really hard, but I'm really glad I did it. I still was not ready to really reflect on those pictures. I kind of really fast through them, but I'm glad I have them. Um, I wrote school on here. I'm proud of myself for doing that. Uh, in January of last year, I guess Michael was still here for a little bit. And so there's some pictures of me and him at the gym. And I really loved that. And I think that kind of summarizes it. Like I said, I had a whole bunch of events for the love mission that I really appreciated doing. And so those are all on there. Let's see. Self-care. I was not so great on. I... I did write that I had that scheduled intentional time to rest a lot of times on Sundays. I did try to block bedtime routines, morning routines. I just didn't execute them as well as I'd hoped. I got one haircut last year and at Dana, if you're listening, you know who you are. I only get my haircut once a year. So that is something that I would like to try to not necessarily get, you know, 10 of them in, but maybe two. Could I get two haircuts in in a year? I'm going to try that. Uh, I had reorganized my basement, which is why it kind of looks a little bit different for anyone who's used to my older videos, but we got to do some more work on that. I did try grief counseling. Um, it was too hard. And I know like I can do hard things and everything, but it's not the time yet. It's just not the time yet. I'm still in the phase of anger and I don't really think it's all that great that I just show up angry to the things all the time and just cry my freaking eyes out. Like that's not helping myself in any way, shape or form. Um, let's see. I did try to take better control of my health and I shouldn't even say try cause I rocked that shit. Okay. I finally saw a diabetic doctor and 
started taking my medications like I'm supposed to, and I've been measuring my sugars, like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So pat myself on the back there. And, oh, I wrote this too. So this was the first year for my birthday where I was like, we used to go camping and I haven't gone the past couple of years just because I just haven't felt like it. And this year I really didn't feel like it. So I was like, let's do a series of things. And that's what I did. And so I did like a a dinner with some coworker friends on Friday night. And then Saturday we went hiking, which I loved. And then we went and got something to eat and hung out with kiddos that night. And then Sunday we had a barbecue. So like I made my birthday bigger than just one day. And that was a really amazing weekend that I was grateful that I did. Let's see. Here's the next thing that I did, which I think I mentioned at the beginning, but just in case I didn't, the next section. What do I need more of in 2024? And so what I wrote here are, some of them are quite personal, so I'm not going to share them all, but here's what I want to say. I need more of exercise and nutrition in 2024, and I've already made plans on how to execute that. More family time, more family dinners, more date nights with my husband. I want to visit my son and his husband at least four times this year. Four times. So planning those. Um, I want to increase my total income in the year. I want to host four Harmony events. So be on the lookout for four Harmony events, friends. I want to read more. I want to have scheduled time in my day to build my businesses. And I'm not going to tell you the last one. And I hope you can't see it because it's kind of a secret. It's kind of a dual secret situation that I'm going to share later. I have two really big projects I'm working on this year. And yes, I got to tell you something, friends. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what the thing is, but I want to tell you something. So in 2023, I played quite small. Did I do things? Absolutely. Am I giving myself grace because it was a hard fucking year? Absolutely. I just said the F word, which means I have to put explicit. Gosh, darn it. Anyway, um, I'm giving myself grace, but I was not myself in 2023. I have done a lot of work the last few years to be more positive and uplifting and doing all of those kind of things. And 2023 kicked my ass. Okay. It kicked my ass real good, really good. So 2024, just watch out because I have some really cool things planned and I'm going to execute and make them happen. I think I've said execute 10 times. So you're welcome if you need that as a word for the year. Maybe somebody does. I don't because I have a different word. But anyway, on here I have the really big things I want to accomplish. So you just stay tuned. Because there's some things coming from Jesse J this year. Let me tell you my word. So I can't remember where I heard word of the year from, but I started doing that a few years ago. And this year, my word <laughs> is intention. That's my word. My word is intention. I want to be more intentional with everything that I do, with my time with how I show up places, with if I'm having a meeting, what's the intention of the meeting? And I want to be clear about what the intention of the meeting is when it starts, 
make sure we focus on that throughout the meeting. I want to, when I create content, I want there to be an intention behind it. it everything that I do, intention, intention, intention. So that's my word for 2024. Um, I'm going to tell you about the other thing later, but I'm just going to give you a little bit of a preview. Um, so, okay. So I went to join another gym. I know. Don't even ask because I already have membership of two other ones. So I went to go join another gym and I went because of, of the, re they have exercise classes at the time I want to do them. I'm not going to tell you that because I don't want you stalking me. But anyway, I joined this gym. In order to join the gym, you have to sign a contract for two years, which I don't really believe in anymore. Like, why is that even a thing? How do I even know you'll still be open in two years? I guess if you aren't, I get out of the contract. Anyway, unless it's like when Gold's closed. Do you guys remember that? When Gold's closed and went to Club Fitness, I was paying for the same gym double because I had a Gold's membership. And because um, I had gotten it when I was getting my body pump certification or whatever. And I was paying for the same gym twice <laughs> before I realized. Anyway, so I joined this gym and I, I was um, like that feeling of maybe I shouldn't sign a contract for two years. This probably isn't the best idea, but I'm going to share the funny story later. I'm just going to give you the very abridged version of me joining the gym because it's kind of funny how it happened. But here's the takeaway from it. I signed the two-year contract. And as I was leaving, I had that really uneasy feeling of, oh my gosh, why did I just do that? That was not my best idea. Now you're going to be stuck and you're blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what, Jessica, you're going to look at this as a contract you signed with yourself. You signed a contract with this gym, absolutely. And you have to, for the next two years, pay for this gym. Okay. But what if for the next two years you said, well, that contract was with yourself and we're not going to break this contract with ourselves For the next two full years, you're going to stay focused on yourself. You're going to show up at the gym even when you don't want to, even if it's because you, you pay for it. Go to the gym. But also because you feel better. I went to the gym. So when I, I um, did like the three-day trial situation, because I was like, I don't know if I want to join this gym. Anyway, I went, joined. When I tell you, those, I went three days in a row. Actually, to be fair, I went four days in a row, but I showed up at the classes I want to be at three days in a row. My energy level through the roof all day. My mood was so much better those three days that I was going to the gym and showing up for myself. So I know that that's where I need to be and what I need to be doing. But I have entered a two-year contract with myself. That starts tonight at midnight. I guess technically that's tomorrow at midnight, but you get what I mean. New Year's Day, 12 o'clock in the morning, my contract begins and it does not end until the day I die, of course. But the actual contract that I'm focusing on right now in my brain is two years. So for all of 2024, all of 2025, I have to show up for myself. No excuses. I have to put my health as a priority and show up like I need to. Probably the biggest thing I learned throughout this year is that I can't do anything if I'm not well. And I mean that not just in the physical sense, right? I, I, you have to, of course, you have to be healthy to be able to do things. Who wants to do things if you feel like shit? Nobody. You just sit in your room and do nothing, right? 
But I also mean mentally. If I'm not mentally well, I can't show up and do anything. And and that's absolutely what 2023 has been for me. I have in my studio thing in my basement here, I have a whiteboard where I usually write my goals. And I've done that for two other years. In 2023, I didn't even get to write them on the board. I don't even remember what my goals were at the beginning of 2023. And that's crazy because I've been super, super focused the last few years in getting shit done. So for me, 2023 is like a prime example of you weren't even slightly intentional with what you were doing. You were just freaking trying to make it through. And part of that was because I was not mentally well. I was going through grief. I still am. I shouldn't say was because it's still a present moment, but I can choose to take action. I'm trying to shift it. And I I thought of this thing the other day, and this, this might sound really, I'm going to try not to freaking cry. Gosh, darn it. But I was thinking about how unfair it was. A lot of people, when they get sick, they have this moment where they can say, okay, I want to go climb a mountain. Who wants to climb a mountain? Anyway, they want to go do all these things, right? I'm going to go live life. I'm going to do these things. And one of the things that I thought about was my dad was really robbed of that. And and I think I mentioned that in my last podcast. But what I was thinking in my own head is I was thinking like, okay, you, you, Jessica, this is your opportunity to shift your health. This is your opportunity to change the focus on how you've been showing up for yourself. Your dad may not have been given that opportunity, but you can. You don't know when your last moment is. There's no way to know that. How can anyone know that? Even people who are told you have this long to live, that's not even always true. But what you absolutely have is an opportunity to change it at any moment. And that's that's what I'm trying to remind myself of. You don't know when that time's going to be, but right now, right now you have the ability to take care of yourself better. And it's your obligation because you do have the opportunity to do it. It's your obligation to do it. So focus on your mental health, focus on your physical health, and then you can show up for all that other stuff. Then you won't miss as many things. Then you will be able, when you do show up to things, you're showing up well and not complaining, and not tired, and not grumpy. You're showing up good for the people that you love, and, and for yourself, quite honestly. So that's kind of my intention. My my intention is the word intention, and also to be incredibly focused on improving my overall health and wellness. So my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health, all of that, working on that and doing being really focused for the next um, few years, especially. Um, But of course, it not ending then. So yeah, I hope this was helpful. Um, If you have any questions, if you're like, okay, I didn't quite follow some of that stuff, let me know, reach out to me. I'm pretty sure you can post questions on here. If not, uh, reach out to me and let me know so I can fix it. Because I want this process to be as helpful for you as it was for me. It's truly been life-changing when I've sat down and started doing these things and it really gives you laser vision on what did last year look like? What do I hope looks different this year? 
And, you know, just the goal is to get a little bit better every day, every day, a little bit better. That's it. That's all. That's the goal. And if I sit down and do this and it, and it helps me do that, I, I do believe it would be helpful for you. So take some time out and do it. Gosh, darn it. You won't regret it. I promise you. I promise you won't regret it. Now, I'm going to end this the same way I end them all, which is to please take care of yourself. Look out and take care of each other. And I'm going to say something similar that my friend Rachel says, and that is, I am freaking rooting for you to do it. I am over here cheering you on quietly. Yeah, you can do it. I'm never quiet, so I'm cheering you on loudly. You can freaking do this, guys. We can freaking do every single thing that you have in your mind that you think, gosh darn it, I really think this is my year. I should do that. Please let this be that year. 2024. Yeah. Have this be the year where at when you do the end, the end of the year, 2024, the very end, December, you're reflecting on your year and you're like, dang, I fucking rocked it. That's sure what I hope I do. So I hope that you are able to do the same. All right, friends. Bye.